Shea Stadium in Flushing, New York. It's the New York Mets versus the Chicago Cubs. New York Mets baseball is a feature presentation of the New York Mets baseball network at Rheingold Extra Dry, the beer with a 10-minute head, and is brought to you by several local sports-minded businessmen who hope you will enjoy today's game, and by the staff of WKAJ-FM 102.3 on your FM dial, who urge you to patronize the sponsors who make these broadcasts possible. Remember, you can hear all the New York Mets games at home or away, night and day, on the FM Voice of WKAJ Radio in Saratoga Springs, New York. Hi, everyone. This is Ralph Conner, along with Bob Murphy and Lindsey Nelson at Shea Stadium. And right now, the tarp is being rolled back, and the field is being uncovered as the rain that was falling has subsided. And the Mets are trying to get in this big ball game against the Chicago Cubs. Big crowd on hand, of course, and the tarp is being rolled back and taken off the field. Out in right field, the starting pitcher for the New York Mets is warming up Jerry Cushman. Out in left field, the starting pitcher for the Chicago Cubs in the bullpen, warming up there. Right-hander Bill Hand. So in this first ball game of a very important series, it's going to be Jerry Kuzman with a record of 12 wins and 9 losses. And going for the Chicago Cubs, Bill Hands. Bill with a record of 16 wins going for him, and he has lost 12. The Mets going to this ball game, two and a half games back of the Chicago Cubs. The Cubs have won 84, lost 56. The Mets have won 80 and lost 57. And the Mets trailing the Cubs in only one game in the loss department. The Mets and Cubs have played so far this year 14 ball games, and each has won seven. Here at Chase Stadium, the Mets have won three, and they have lost four. Well, here at Chase Stadium, the field has been uncovered. The ground crew working on some of the areas that were exposed to the elements. The outfield, of course, is very heavy. Puddles around in right center field and around in other places in the outfield. But this first game of a two-game series is just about to get underway. And as Jack Lightcap, the public address announcer, announces the starting lineup of the Chicago Cubs, we'll do the same right here. Leading off for Chicago and playing shortstop, Don Kessinger. Batting second and playing second base, Glenn Becker. Batting third in left field, Billy Williams. Batting fourth, playing third base, Ron Sano. Batting fifth at first base, Ernie Banks. Batting sixth in right field, Jim Hickman. Batting seventh and catching Randy Huntley. Batting eighth in center field, Don Young. And batting ninth, the pitcher, Bill Hands. For the New York Mets, Tommy Agee will lead off. He'll be in center field. Batting second, playing third base, Wayne Garrett. Batting third at first base, Don Clendenin. Batting fourth, playing left field, Art Stamsky. Batting fifth at second base, Ken Boswell. Batting sixth in right field, Ron Svoboda. Batting seventh, the catcher, Jerry Grody. Batting eighth at shortstop, Bud Harrelson. And the pitcher, Jerry Kuzman, batting ninth. Umpires for the game tonight, calling the balls and strikes behind home play. Dave Davidson at first, Paul Pryor at second base, Tony Vincent, and the umpire at third base, Frank Sicori. Mets are playing without the services of Cleon Jones, 
He is second in the National League batting race. Leon's still out with an injured hand that he injured sliding into third base while playing against the San Diego Padres. Leon trailing in the batting race by two points. Roberto Clemente for the National League batting race. Cubs have the RBI leader, Ron Sano. He is tied with McCovey and 112 on two-game series. The Mets will be going with their two top pitchers, Jerry Kuzman in this ball game, and pitching for the Mets in the second game tomorrow night will be Tom Seaver. Tom with a record of 20-7, and seven, the top pitcher in the National League, and he'll be opposed by Ken Holtzman, who has a record of 16-9. and nine. The umpires are taking their stations. We're still waiting for Jerry Kuzman to come out. The ground crew leaving their stations by the tarp. Going back in through the dugouts and out and back. Ready, ever ready for any movement that would be necessitated by a heavier rain. It is sprinkling slightly here at Chase Stadium. Some umbrellas are up. Raincoats are out. But the crowd here enthusiastically awaiting the meeting of the Mets and the Cubs. Now Jerry Kuzman goes out to the mound and here from Shea Stadium, our national anthem. Stadium and the first meeting of this two-game series about to unfold. Say tomorrow, the Mets will be seeing Seaver on the mound, and Tom will be going for his 21st, and Ken Holtzman, the left-hander, will be going for the top. Kuzman taking his warm-up pitches. He appears to be calm and collected. It's a very humid night, as you could well imagine, with the light rain falling. 
Jerry having trouble throughout the year with a lot of perspiration. This is not his type night to pitch, although he has pitched some of his best ball games under very strong heat conditions. And you can imagine what is going through his mind and what he is thinking of because the weight of this pennant race is on his shoulders here as the Mets hope to win the first game and then apply the tremendous pressure to the Chicago Cubs. Because if the Cubs lose this first ball game, they will be even in the loss column and they'll hold a one and a half game lead and they have, under those conditions, seen quite a lead slip away. They have not been playing good baseball. They lost two games on errors in their last series to the Pittsburgh Pirates. So they are feeling the pennant pressure as well as any other club would be in this circumstance. And now coming up as the first batter of this ball game, the shortstop for the Chicago Cubs, and here for the play-by-play, -play, Bob Murphy. All right, Ralph, Don Kessinger, the switch-hitting shortstop. The National League's all-star shortstop leads off against Jerry Kuzma. Kessinger hitting at 285. His third in the National League in runs scored. He's crossed home plate 103 times this year. Jerry Kuzman looking in to Jerry Grody. Here's the windup and the pitch on the way. Fastball high, ball one. In the infield, New York has Don Clendenin playing first. Ken Boswell at second, Bud Harrelson at short. Wayne Garrett is playing third. Kessinger bluffing at a bunt at a fastball high, ball two. In the New York outfield, Art Shamsky in left field. Tommy Agee in center and around in right field, Ron Swoboda. The 2-0 delivery, a call strike on the inside corner. Joe Malfitano coaching at first base. Berlin Rube Walker on the coaching lines at third. The on-deck hitter is second baseman Glenn Becker. Now Kuzman over his head. Around comes the arm. Foul ball back into the crowd. It's two balls and two strikes. Shea Stadium, a complete sellout. And had the weather been better, the standing room crowd would have been huge. The infield and the outfield straight away against Slender Glenn Becker. Against Slender Don Kessinger. And the pitch on the way. Lined in the air to left field. Shamsky cutting over. Makes the cut. One man away. Kessinger lines out to Shamsky. Now Glenn Becker. The Cubs second baseman is hitting at 303. One home run, 35 runs batted in. Billy Williams comes out on deck. Jerry Grody setting up the target. And a fastball, a strike from the inside corner. Jerry Kuzman has a lifetime record against Chicago of four wins and two losses. Against the Cubs this year, he's won one and lost none. Curve is in the dirt, one ball and one strike. The Mets and the Cubs have battled on even terms this year. Each team has won seven games. Two here at Shea, and the last two of the season in Chicago remain. The 1-1 delivery. Ground ball going foul down to Rube Walker on the coaching lines at third base. 
Chicago held the command in the season series in the early part of the year. The Mets, however, have won six of the last eight meetings against Chicago. They won the last series at Shea Stadium two games to one, and then won the series at Wrigley Field at two games to one. Pitching one and two. Fastball inside, and he had a lot on that one. It's two balls and two strikes. Slugging Billy Williams. The Cub left fielder is the on-deck batter. The 2-2 delivery. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Curveball by Jerry Kuzman. That strikes out Glenn Beckert, a tough man to strike out. Speaking of being tough to strike out, Glenn Beckert has struck out only 19 times in 470 times at bat. Now the hitter is Billy Williams. Billy hitting 297 takes the pitch high, ball one. He has 17 home runs and 84 runs batted in. Of the top five RBI men in the National League, the Cubs have two. And a call strike over the outside corner, one ball, one strike. Ron Sano leads the league and runs batted in, and Ernie Banks is in the top five. And Billy Williams is not far from the top five. Williams, a pull hitter. The 1-1 delivery. Curve is over. Call strike two. And Billy Williams objecting to the call by umpire Dave Davidson. Now if the weatherman will only cooperate. <laughs> Here's the pitch on the way. Swing and a miss. Jerry Kuzman is striking out Billy Williams with a curveball. No runs, no hits, no errors, done left. In the middle of the first inning. The Chicago Cubs nothing, and the New York Mets coming to bat. Very interesting, but the pay is lousy. This is Artie Johnson for Vista. I meant what I said. The pay is lousy. Vista volunteers only get $50 a month for the year they sign up, but they get an awful lot in satisfaction. The satisfaction of knowing that they've made life a little bit better for somebody who's had it pretty bad most of the time. Vista volunteers, volunteers in service to America, spend a year where the real poverty is, in the big city slums, in migrant worker camps. They teach. They help get cooperation from red tape-ridden agencies. They do whatever they can to make life a little bit better. It's one of the few programs in the land of plenty that's designed to help the plenty who have nothing. It's not a job. It's a dedication. If you think you might have the guts to try, write VISTA, V-I-S-T-A, Box A, Washington, D.C. Now that's what I call very interesting. Pitching for the Chicago Cubs. Talented right-hander from Parsippany, New Jersey, who won 16 last year, has already won 16 this year. He has been the most formidable of the Chicago pitchers against New York. 
this year against the Mets. Bill Hands has won three games and lost only one. Lifetime against New York, Bill Hands has won eight and lost five. 29-year-old right-hander. And Tommy Agee will lead off for the New York Mets. Tommy hitting 280 with 25 home runs and 70 runs batted in. Last half of the first inning, the wind-up by hands. Now the pitch, look out. And he hits the dirt, getting out of the way of a high, tight fastball. Well, you have two hard-throwing pitchers in this ball game. Tommy Agee knocked down on the first pitch of the game by Bill Hess. Tommy Agee was knocked down in yesterday's game. Fouled. Get back into the dugout. He got up and hit a home run. One ball and one strike on Tommy Agee. For New York, Yogi Berra coaching at first base, and Eddie Yost is on the lines at third. Cubs in the infield have Ernie Banks at first, Glenn Beckert playing second, Don Kessinger at short, Ron Sano at third. Inside and high, two balls and one strike. The left fielder is Billy Williams. Don Young is in center field. Around in right field, Jim Hickman. Wayne Garrett is the on-deck batter. Now the 2-1 delivery. Curve, a swing and a miss. It's 2-2. Two and two. Bill Hands has good stuff. And he has good command of his pitchers. Two of the top pitchers in the game are locking up in the opening game of this very important two-game series. Pitching two and two. Ground ball slowly hit. Charging in, Ron Sato. He grabs it, throws the first one down. Johnny Agee is thrown out by Ron Sano. Wayne Garrett coming up. Wayne batting at 223. One home run and 32 runs batted in. Don Glendon moving out into the on-deck circle, taking the pine tar cloth to work on the handle of the bat. Breeze blowing toward left field. And a high fly ball to right center. Moving over the, left, the center fielder, Don Young, and in right center, he puts it away for the out. So two up and two set aside by Bill Hens. We pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is New York Mets Baseball on WKAJFM 102.3, Saratoga Springs, New York. Bob Murphy with Ralph Kainer and Lindsey Nelson. Don Clendenin is the batter against Bill Hens when he fouls the breaking pitch off. Lindenin batting at 261, 12 home runs, and 43 runs batted in. The Cubs center fielder, Don Young, figuring him to hit the ball the opposite way. And the pitch. High on a fastball. One ball, one strike. Art Shamsky is the cleanup batter. Gets his sign from Randy Hundley. 
And a curve foul to back up toward the mezzanine section and out of play. Cincinnati beat San Francisco tonight 5-4 to in the first game of a doubleheader. The Reds moving within a half game of first place in the Western Division. In the second game, it's Bob Bolin against Jerry Arrigo. Breaking ball in the dirt. It's 2-2. Two two. In the opener, Jim Maloney was the winner and Ron Marichal the loser. Montreal 2, Pittsburgh nothing at the end of 1. Ellis and Wozlewski, the pitchers. A two-run homer by Gary Sutherland. 2-2 delivery by hands. A swing and a miss, strength three. Side retired. Clendenin tried to hold up on his swing. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left. At the end of one inning here at Shea, the Chicago Cubs nothing and the New York Mets nothing. So here's a note of interest for all you senior citizens who look forward to spending a pleasant afternoon at Shea Stadium catching the Mets in action. The last of four Senior Citizens Day is scheduled for Thursday afternoon, September 11, with the Mets taking on the Montreal Expos at 2.05 p.m. in the finale of a three-game series. All senior citizens, 60 years of age and over, will be admitted to Shea Stadium on Thursday for the 50-cent service charge. So we hope you'll come out for a day of relaxation at the ballpark. We'll certainly be looking forward to seeing you. The date again, this Thursday, that's the 11th of September, the Mets will be playing Montreal at an afternoon game starting at 2.05 p.m. Mets and the Expos play a twilight doubleheader Wednesday evening, September the 10th. First game getting underway at 5 p.m. For the Chicago Cubs, their field captain, Ron Sato, National League's all-star third baseman, leads off against Jerry Kuzma. Sato leads the National League and runs batted in. He has 27 home runs and 112 RBIs. Powerful right-hand batter waiting. Look out, and he is hit by the pitch. Ron Sato is hit by the pitch. It caught him on the right arm. Well, Tommy Azer was flattened by Bill Hens as he let off of the mess in the last of the first inning. And Ron Sano has just been hit. As he fell away from the plate, the ball got him on the right arm. And it's very, very painful. Sano hit on the right wrist, and it's a very, hopefully, certainly not a serious injury, but it is very painful. So the tempo for the evening has been set. It's a big series, and it's a tough one. Cubs made the initial move. Tommy Yazy was flattened. Ron Sando has gone now into the Chicago Cub dugout to be treated by the trainer. Terry Kuzman did not intentionally hit Ron Sando. He was trying to drive him back to the plate and let him know that the Cub pitcher could not intimidate the Mets hitter. In a game like this, you don't want to put any on base, anybody on base if you can possibly help it. 
But with the same token, you have to protect your own ball player. We're waiting to see now whether Ron Santo can stay in the ballgame or not. Leading off at the top of the second, hit on the right wrist. He was jumping away from the plate, and his arms flew in the air as he fell back to the plate, and he was struck on the right wrist. And Santo stays in the ballgame. Ron Santo goes to first base. He stays in the ballgame. Stepping in to face Jerry Kuzman. Ernie hitting at 254. At a curve, hit foul down the third baseline. No play. Banks having another marvelous year. He has 21 home runs and 92 runs batted in. The veteran first baseman is fifth in the National League in RBIs. Let's have the infield hoping for a chance to make a double play. Breaking ball, a strike on the outside corner. Santo on first. Nobody out. Top of the second. No score. Now Kuzman checks the runner. Here's the pitch on the way. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Third strikeout for Jerry Kuzman. It brings up ex-Met Jim Hickman. And Hickman had a tremendous month of August. He won four games in the month of August for the Chicago Cubs with home runs. He had a home run yesterday, his 18th of the year. Tall, rangy, right-hand hitter with excellent power. Bud Harrelson is stride toward the hole. Breaking ball, called strike, knee high on the inside corner. For New York, Tommy Agee swings to left center against Jim Hickman. And the fastball is under the knees, one ball and one strike. Don Clendenin holding against the base runner, Ron Santo. Kenny Boswell shaded toward the middle of the diamond against the right-hand pull hitter. Curve inside and low, two balls and one strike. into the set position. Fires. Call strike on the inside corner. Two and two. Two balls and two strikes on Jim Hickman. The head-on clash between the New York Mets and Chicago Cubs. Now the pitch. Fouled. He got a piece of it back toward the screen and no play. Adjusting his cap. Gets his sign from Jerry Grody. 
The 2-2 delivery. Swing it on Mess. He got him on a slow curve. Fair to first. Hey. And he almost picked off around Sandals. Good throw by Jerry Grody. Hickman goes down swinging on a slow curve by Jerry Kuzman. Fourth strikeout for Jerry Kuzman. It brings up Randy Hundley. Hundley hitting 270, 16 home runs, and 60 runs batted in. Randy Hundley, an iron man in the mask for the Chicago Cubs. Pitched by Jerry Kuzman. Hit hard, but foul just outside the left field line. And Hunley got around on one of Kuzman's fastballs and just missed an extra base hit. Two men down. Sano running with a crack of the bat has to head back. Now Kuz looking in to get his sign from Grody. Sano on first, two men away. Long drive, going foul, down the left field line, no play. Well, Hunley has ripped two of them, both foul and the counter strike two. And I hate to say it, but the rain starts once again. Crowd came well fortified. I don't think there's anybody here without an umbrella. Or a plastic covering of some kind. Now Kuz checks the runner, the pitch on the way. Swing it on this! And he struck out the side. Five strikeouts in two innings for Jerry Kuzman. No runs, no hits, no errors, and one left on. At the end of an inning and a half, the Chicago Cubs nothing and the New York Mets nothing. The finest in Italian cuisine and a wide array of steaks, chops, and seafood await your dining pleasure at Mangino's Restaurant, located in the south end of Saratoga Lake. But there's a big difference between just ordinary Italian or American cuisine and Mangino's fine foods. At Mangino's, your order is never prepared hours before. Mangino's realize that good food cannot be hurried, and they ask you to give them a little time to prepare it properly. All dishes are prepared to your order when your order is placed, never simmering away for hours or minutes in the kitchen. And that's the big difference at Mangino's. Why not enjoy eating Italian food the way it should be savored? And done at Mangino's Restaurant, located in the south south end of Saratoga Lake at Route 9P, just two miles from Route 9. A complete line of Italian specialties are served to tempt the palate, and their steaks and chops and seafood are equally as delightful. If you're planning a banquet or party for up to 75 people, call Mangino's for their special party menu. They'll be happy to give you complete details. That's Mangino's Restaurant, the home of truly fine foods, Route 9P, the south end of Saratoga Lake. is the batter against Bill Hands, and the breaking ball is low, ball one. 
Jones out of his windup. Here's the pitch on the way. A swing and a miss by Sham. It's one ball, one strike. Art Shamsky batting cleanup. Art hitting 299. He has 12 home runs and 38 runs batted in. Don Young shades the right center. And it's popped up out behind second base. Don Kessinger directly behind second, and shallow center takes it for the out. Now one out and nobody on. Ken Boswell coming up. Boswell hitting 265. Three home runs and 24 RBIs, and he has been hitting the ball very hard. Blackened off a bit. High fly ball to center field. Don Young is back under it waiting. And in rather deep right center, he has it for the out. So both pitchers getting off to an impressive start. No score, last to the second. Now Ron Sloboda coming up. hitting 243 with six home runs and 41 runs batted in. Bill Hands, six foot two inch right-hander, working on the mound for the Cubs. Tomorrow night, Kenny Holtzman against Tom Seaver. Low and outside, one ball and no strike. And it looks like this one is just going to have to be played in the rain. pitch on the way, a swing and a miss. One ball and one strike. I don't know of anybody in town that has worked any harder this past week than Johnny McCarthy and the ground crew here at Shea Stadium. The umbrellas open up again as the rain increases. The 1-1 delivery on the outside corner of the knee is a good slider by Bill Hands. It's one ball and two strikes. Jerry Grody takes a few phantom swings in the on-deck circle. Now the pitch. Way outside. Nice snag by Randy Hundley. Well, the Cubs made some kind of a deal when they traded with the Giants and got Randy Hundley and Bill Hands in the same trade. And they gave up a veteran relief pitcher, Lindy McDonough. The 2-2 delivery. Check swing. Might possibly have been fouled. Just we'll wait for the umpire signal. If not, it will be three and two, and if so, two and two. Brody, the on-deck batter. Bill Hands has good control. The right-hander winds. The pitch on the way is over. Strike three call. And Ron Svoboda is called out. For hands his second strikeout, he has retired six in a row. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left on. And at the end of two innings to score, the Chicago Cubs nothing and the New York Mets nothing. Now here's a word from Rangel. 
the best. The men who buy the ingredients that are brewed into Rheingold Extra Dry insist on only the best malt, only the best hops, only the best of everything. You can see what that means in every Rheingold you drink. You can see the proud Rheingold 10-minute head standing as a sure sign of quality. The Rheingold 10-minute head. Haven't you timed it yet? Rheingold Breweries, New York and Orange, New Jersey. Third inning at Shea Stadium. Mets nothing, Cubs nothing. Let's pick up the action with Ralph Kainer. Okay, Bob Murphy and I, everyone. Don Young for the Cubs. Stepping in the batter's box. Nothing-nothing ball game. Neither side has had a hit. Then Jerry Kuzman, who has struck out five, throws a fastball that is bunted foul back against the screen. Strike one. Jerry struck out five of his last six men, and his last five outs have been strikeouts, which should tell you something about how his fastball is here tonight. This is the fastest we have seen him in about seven or eight starts. Now the one strike pitch. It is grounded slowly out to third. Wayne Garrett moves to his left, takes the two-hopper, throws to first base for the out. One away. And that'll bring up the pitcher, Bill Ham. Young before the out hitting 236. Bill Ham's coming up, batting 177. has had six base hits this year. He's a right-hand batter, and a fastball is blazed through there at strike one. Now the signs are out, and Kuzman comes back, and the curve is hit slowly out towards second base. Ken Boswell moves in, feels the ball, and throws the first base for the out. For the best products and service on the road, make Sitco your gas station. It's a nice place to visit. Now we go to the top of the batting order. The leadoff batter, Don Kessinger, coming up for the second time. Don hit a soft line drive to left field his first time up. Kessinger, a switch hitter, batting right-handed against Jerry Kuzman. He's batting 285 for the year with four home runs and 53 runs batted in. score, two men away, top of the third. First pitch is high for a ball. Breaking pitch, Kuzma missing. Kessinger hit a curveball to left field for the first out of the ball game. Now fastball, it's over the inside corner. One and one. Mets and Cubs have met 14 times. Each has one seven. One-one delivery. Curveball, swing and a miss. It's one and two. Good curve by Jerry Kuzman, a hard curve. Jerry throws two kinds of curveballs, a soft curve or change curve, and then the hard curve, which is his strikeout curve. Now time called as Kessinger asks for time and steps out of the batter's box. Dave Davidson, the umpire behind home plate. Rain that was coming down has subsided. 
And the one-two pitch is hit foul. A breaking pitch fouled off on the first base side into the stands. And the count remains at one and two. have won 84 games, four more than the Mets, and they have lost one less. One-two pitch again, and a base hit to center field. Line drive off a fastball into center field, and Kessinger rounds it first and holds there. So the first hit of the ball game goes to the Chicago Cubs, and it brings up the second baseman, Glenn Becker. Glenn struck out his first time up. Batting at 3.02 with one home run and 35 runs batted in. Gessinger, a good base runner, on at first base. And the first pitch is a curve that Grody makes a fine play on, taking the ball out of the dirt as it broke in around the feet of Glenn Becker. Cubs are not specifically a running ball club. They have only 25 stolen bases for the year. Now a curve back and a swing and a miss. One and one. Kessinger leads the club in stolen bases with nine in 13 attempts. They usually wait around for their power to take over and they have plenty of that. Now the next pitch of fastball is fouled into the stands. It's one and two. Cubs team batting average 258 and they have 126 home runs. Third, fourth, and fifth hitters with plenty of RBIs. Here's now the one-two pitch again. And the curve is inside and low. Good play again by Grody and it's two and two as he takes the breaking pitch down around the feet of the batter. Two men out, no score. Cubs with a runner at first base. Second base runner in the ball game. Ron Sano was hit by a pitch ball. A runner going. The pitch is grounded down to third. Backhanded by Wayne Garrett. A fine play and his low throw taken out of the dirt by Don Glendennon to retire the side. Good play all the way around. And in the inning, no runs, one hit, no errors, and one man left. And the score in the middle of the third, the Chicago Cubs, nothing. The New York Mets, nothing. Single to center field by Don Kessinger, and that brings up the pitches. 
catcher, Jerry Grody. Grody batting 247. He has six home runs, 38 runs batted in. On the mound is Bill Hans. He has retired his first six batters, striking out two. Big, strong right-hander with a record of 16 wins and 12 losses. And the first pitch is swung on and missed. Strike one. Grody going for a fastball that might have been inside. Hans has a lifetime record of 47 wins and 45 losses. He was acquired with Randy Huntley, his catcher, from the San Francisco Giants. one old pitch, chopped out towards short. One big hop taken by Kessinger. It's sort of first base is in time for the out. So the Cubs get their first out in the top, bottom of the third, and it brings up Bud Harrelson. Bud hitting 237 with no home runs and 21 runs batted in. <laughs> St. Louis in fourth place, trailing the Mets by seven and a half games. Now the next pitch. It is bunted, but bunted foul. Harrelson trying to beat one out, and it goes to strike one. Cincinnati defeated San Francisco 5-4 to, to cut their lead to one-half game. Juan Marichal lost it. Jim Maloney won it. Johnny Bench had a home run in the eighth with no one on this 23rd. In the second game, no score after one-and-a-half. Bob Bolin pitching for the Giants against Jerry Arrigo. Cincinnati by winning one-half games back of the San Francisco Giants. Now ground ball through the middle. It's a base hit. Ball fielded by Becker, but he can't throw him out. No way to throw out Harrelson. Ball was chopped through the middle. Becker went over to one-handed, but he was deep behind second base. He did make a fine throw to first base, but Harrelson saved by a couple of strides. Got to bring up Jerry Guzman in a bunting situation. Mets now have their first base hit. It's all even and one apiece with one away in the bottom half of the third. And the first pitch is bunted high in the air. A chance for Ernie Banks, the first baseman in foul territory, and he makes the catch. So Guzman is out for the second out of the inning. bring up Tommy Agee. Tommy is 0 for 1 in the game. Tommy is first time up and the first pitch of the ball game was flattened by Bill Hands. He then grounded out to third. Yesterday he was flattened in the ball game by Billy Champion on the first pitch of the ball game and got up and hit a home run over the left field fence in the second pitch of the game. again falling here at Shea Stadium and the first pitch it is a curveball outside and low it's one and all any ball club who can get out in front here and the ball game will probably be played that way to get a run or two out in front before too long they'll play the game against the rain 
Now the 1-0 pitch. It is hit to deep left center field. It could be extra bases. It's going, going, it's gone. Another big one for Tommy Agee. And the next batter for the Mets, Wayne Garrett, and he takes high for a ball. That ball just took off. It looked like it might hit the top of the wall. It just kept on climbing and went over the left center field fence, and the Mets have a 2 nothing lead. The home run, a big one, and there's the ball hit the right field, but not too deep. Jim Hickman moving in, and Jim making the catch. The home run by Tommy Agee is 26. Two runs, two hits, no errors, and no one left on. And the score at the end of three. New York next two, the Chicago Cubs, nothing. Having a problem in deciding where to take your group on its next outing? If so, let the Mets Group Sales Department solve it for you. This department is manned by experts in handling both men's and women's groups. These same specialists encourage community and civic organizations, social and fraternal clubs, youth, family, and athletic groups to take in a Mets ball game and enjoy a day at Shea. In addition to providing group ticket sales for a ball game, our representatives will be happy to furnish you with all the details of the beautiful restaurants at Shea Stadium, which are available for parties, large or small, up to 700 persons. For groups of 100 or more, recognition will be given to your organization on the changeable message scoreboard here at Shea. Residents of Connecticut, New Jersey, and New York can easily obtain additional information simply by writing to Group Sales Manager, Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York, 11368. Or if you like, telephone 212-672-3000. The representative handling your area will be more than happy to personally speak before your men's or women's group, large or small, and explain all the details. Call or write today. Well, the New York Mets on Tommy Agee's home run, his second off Bill Hands this year, leading by a score of 2 to nothing. Now the Cubs coming up in the fourth, and we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. You're listening to New York Mets Baseball on WKAJ-FM 102.3 on your FM dial in Saratoga Springs, New York. Ralph Kiner and Bob Murphy, along with Lindsey Nelson from Shea Stadium, and Jerry Kuzman starts off for a fourth. And his first pitch of fastball is fouled off at strike one. The batter, Billy Williams. Agee's two runs batted in ties him with Cleon Jones for the club lead. He now has 72. Now a sidearm fastball over the outside corner. A blazing strike. First strike two. Williams was struck out in the sidearm curveball his first time up. Guzman has struck out five. He has given up one hit. A hit by Don Kessinger to center field. It came in the third. Now a pitch back foul down on the ground. The count stays at strike two. When Tommy Agee rounded first base, he missed the bag and had to be called back. He probably was looking at the ball to see whether or not it went out of the park and then missed first base. 
But he had all the time in the world to get back and did tag the bag and went on around for the two-run home run. Now the next pitch popped up on the shortstop side. Bud Harrelson makes a quick call and now waits to make the catch and does. One away, and it brings up Ron Sano, who was hit by a pitch ball his first time up. Now you can get a larger loan in New York, up to $1,400 from the largest lending company, HFC, Household Finance. Ron Sano was hit by a pitch ball, and he was hit on the right, the left forearm, I believe. He stayed in the ball game. He is a very durable man. First pitch, a curve that is in for a call strike. Fine curveball by Jerry Kuzman. Rain has stopped. It has been on again, off again, all throughout this ball game. The Mets leading 2-0 after three. Now a pitch that's low, and it's 1-1 one one to Ron Sano. Sano tied with Willie McGovey for the RBI leadership in the National League with 112. He has 27 home runs and a 294 average. And at 1-1, Kuzman's pitch to Sano is hit to right center field. High fly ball, time for Ron Svoboda to get under it. He tracks through the water and makes the cut. Two mil away, and it brings up Ernie Banks. Ernie was struck out his first time up. He carries a 253 average with 21 home runs and 92 RBIs. Match two, the Cubs nothing. Two men out in the fourth, a changeup that's low, it's ball one. And the 1-0 pitch, curveball inside, ball two, Banks backing away. Ernie started his career with the Cubs back in 1953. Started as a shortstop. Here's the two open. Change up and a beautiful pitch. The call strike at the knees. Two and one. Kuzman ready in the 2-1 delivery. Again a change, but this one too low and it's three balls and one strike. On deck batter, Jim Hickman. Kuz has a record of 1-0 against the Cubs this year. Lifetime, he is 4-2. 3-1 pitch. Swung on and missed. Fastball, missed. Strike two. Three balls, two strikes. Banks number 14. And the pitch. It is a fastball, but inside. About letter high, and Banks walks. First walk by Kuzman, and again, we'd like to repeat that Kuzman is fast tonight. Hickman struck out his first time up. Kuzman got him with a curveball. Cubs now with their third base runner. Ron Santa was hit by a pitch ball. Kessinger singled and now Banks walking. Mets leading two to nothing. And the first pitch, curveball. Beautiful curve over the inside corner above the knees. It's strike one. Hickman hitting 232 with 18 home runs and 48 runs batted in. 
fastball out to the third baseman Wayne Garrett. He fields the ball on the second half, throws to the second baseman Boswell, covering the second base for the fourth play. That retires the side. No runs, no hits, no errors. A walk, a man left at first. And the score in the middle of the fourth, the Chicago Cubs nothing, the New York Mets two. Many people, when they reach 65, would like to slow down a little, but not necessarily to retire completely. Well, you do not have to retire completely to get Social Security benefits. You can earn as much as $1,680 in a year and still get a Social Security check every month. You can earn a good deal more than $1,680 in a year and still get part of the benefits, depending on how much more you earn. And here's an important point. No matter how much money you earn during the year, you can get a benefit check for any month in which you earn no more than $140. You've just heard a lot of figures, $1,680 in a year, $140 in a month, age 65. Don't be confused. If you have any questions at all about retirement, earnings, and Social Security benefits, get in touch with your Social Security office. The people there will be glad to answer your questions and help you apply for benefits. to the bottom of the fourth inning. The Mets leading by a score of 2-0 on Tommy Agee's two-run home run. And the Mets will have Don Clendenin as their first batter against Bill Hans. The Mets have two runs on two hits. Harrelson riding home aboard after he had beat out an infield hit on Agee's home run. Clendenin struck out his first time up. He went down swinging on a half swing and a high fastball. Don batting 260. 12 home runs, 43 runs batted in. And the first pitch is fouled into the stand, strike one. It'll be Don Clendon and Art Chamsky and Ken Boswell for Bill Hands here in the fourth. And the next pitch is a fastball inside. Clendon has to back away, one and one. Cincinnati at the end of two, leading San Francisco 3-0. They won the first game 5-4. Now again the fastball, and Clendenin lays off, and the count goes to 2-1. and one. The pitch just high. Breeze picking up, blowing in from right field. The 2-1 delivery. Hit hard down to the shortstop. Kessinger, he puts the ball. Ball off his chest and over to the left side. Clendenin goes to first and holds there. Hard hit ball could be scored either way. It is being scored in there against John Kessinger. So the Mets have a runner on and Archamsky coming up. Pop to the shortstop his first time up on a fastball. Left-hand batter batting 298 with 12 home runs and 38 runs batted in. And the first pitch is fouled off, strike one. Mets are in front with two runs leading 2-0. A two-run home run by Tommy Agee. 
Lined in at first, and the pitch to the plate is taken high and away. One and one. Randy Huntley, the catcher for the Cubs, has a cannon for an arm. He can really throw. One ball, one strike. And the pitch to the left-hand batter. Breaking pitch outside for ball two. Two balls, one strike. Dodgers are leading Atlanta after four and a half, two nothing. Montreal leading Pittsburgh after four, two nothing. Land in at first. And the pitch to Shamsky. Line to right field. It's a base hit. Hickman takes it on one hop, and Clendenin stops at second. Hard smash to right by Shamsky. And the Mets now have runners at first and second with no one out and Ken Boswell coming up. bat into this ball game. He also has been the leading hitter against the Cubs this year. Ken has had 17 hits in his last 36 times up. Cubs are looking for a sacrifice. Behind Boswell is Ron Svoboda and Jerry Grody. Here's the pitch. It is swung on and fouled off strike one. Boswell against the Cubs this season with 19 hits and 51 times up. He flied out to center field his first time up in this ball game on his first pitch. And now batting 264 for the year. Again, the Cubs are looking for a sacrifice, and the pitch is taken a curve over for a call strike, too. Now Banks dropping back at first base for defensive room with a two-strike count. Sano back even with the bag at third. And Bill Hand set to go and the two-strike pitch. It is high, a slider missing, one and two. Another set of signs to be rolled through, so he gives a sign with his hand to roll them again. One ball, two strikes. Now time call as Boswell steps out of the batter's box. And Randy Huntley goes out to the mound, and he wants to talk with Phil Hans about what he does want to throw. Veteran Ken Johnson is starting to warm up in the bullpen for Chicago. Mets are leading two to nothing. They have runners at first and second with no one out. We're in the bottom half of the fourth. First game of a very, very important series. And the final game, it's a two-game series. Tom Seaver is scheduled to pitch for the Mets tomorrow night. Tom with a record of 20 and 7, and Ken Holtzman, the left-hander, with a record of 16 and 9, will be pitching for Chicago. 
Randy Huntley is back. He sends out another set of signs. And then in its second, edging up at first base is Art Chamsky. And the one-two pitch. Way outside, a slider missing ball, too. Two balls, two strikes. Hands has slowed his pace down considerably. He was working in a hurry early in the ballgame. Now again, Boswell asks for time as hands take too much time. Now Boswell back in and sets up. And now the 2-2 pitch. It is grounded foul over toward the Mets on deck circle and picked up by Ron Svoboda. Boswell was fooled by the breaking ball and was lucky to get a piece of it just to stay alive. An error and a base hit putting runners at first and second with no one out in the bottom half of the fourth. Here's the 2-2 pitch again and it's grounded back through the middle. Taken by Becker near the bag. He flips off to Kessinger and Kessinger on the first base with his throw a double play. Van Denen moving to third on the double play. And now coming up for the Mets is Ron Swoboda. Ron struck out his first time up. He got caught looking at a 3-2 fastball. Ron hitting 242 with six home runs and 41 runs batted in. Mets in front, 2-0. And the first pitch, a breaking ball, swung on a miss, strike one. And the one strike pitch is inside a ball. Travolta backing away, one ball, one strike. Bill Hans has struck out two. He struck out Don Clendenin in the first and Ron Svoboda in the second. He has 156 strikeouts this year. The 1-1 pitch hit out toward right field but in foul territory and out of play. Hans has been a hard-working right-hander for Chicago. He has worked 249 innings. Pitched 13 complete games, and he has an earned run average of 2.54, which is an outstanding ERA. Jerry Kuzman, starting for the Mets in this game, came in with a 2.50 ERA. And that is second to Tom Seaver on the Mets club. Here's the 1 2 pitch. Grounded toward the shortstop, Kessinger. He's deep in the hole as he fields the ball. The throw to first base is in time, and the play retires the side. No runs, one hit, one error. A double play, one man left on, and the score at the end of four, New York Mets two, the Chicago Cubs nothing. Hi, this is Bob Walton at Walton Sports Shop, urging you to stop in and see us when you need camping equipment. Now that vacation time is here, have you found that in checking over your equipment that you need something additional? Then stop in and see the wide selection we have to offer. Walton's carries pack frames, canteens, and mess kits. 
If this is your first year of tenting, then be sure that you see Walton's for all styles of tents, air mattresses, and Coleman stoves and lanterns. Walton's carries a full line of famous name sleeping bags. Of course, at Walton's, hunters can find everything in one convenient location. Guns, ammunition, and hand-loading equipment, and rifle scopes to make those long shots surer and safer. For the golfers, be sure to visit Walton's Par 3 room where you'll find a complete line of golf equipment. Shoes, clubs, bags, carts, and a rainproof jacket for just $9.95. A complete line of equipment for all sports is what you'll find at Walton's Sports Shop, Lake Avenue in Saratoga, where sportsmen cater to sportsmen. at Shea Stadium, New York in front, 2-0, and Randy Hunley is hitting against Jerry Kuzman. Randy, a right-hand batter, struck out his first time up. A swing and a miss at a curveball, strike one. Don Young, the center fielder on deck, and then the pitcher, Bill Hens. Bottom third of the order. Coos calls strike on the inside corner. Kuzman mixing up his pitches very well. Changing up very effectively. An explosive fastball and a crackling curve. Strike three called a fastball on the inside corner. Randy Hundley didn't like the call and he gets into a beef with umpire Dave Davidson. is the sixth strikeout for Jerry Kuzman. The center fielder, Don Young, a right-hand batter, bounced out to third his first time up. Leo DeRozier has been platooning 19-year-old Oscar Gamble and Don Young in center field. High foul fly down the left field line. A long, long run for Buddy Harrelson. No play. Ball goes over into the crowd out of reach. Don Young running it out, now comes back. Young hitting 235. He has five home runs and 25 runs batted in. He battled Oscar Gamble for the center field job back in spring training. Won the job. Gamble was sent out for a further seasoning. Gamble had a good year in the Texas League. And the Cubs brought him up. And now he is platooning with Don Young. They say Gamble has tremendous speed. And the pitch by Kuzman. He thought about bunting and then takes the fastball high. One ball and one strike. New York, two runs, three hits and no errors. Chicago, no runs, one hit, one error. The 1-1 delivery, and he does bunt, and it is a foul ball. 
Drops behind the plate in foul territory, and Young, who was running it out, will have to come all the way back from first base. If you joined us late, the Mets grabbed the lead on a two-run homer by Tommy Agee. A hard line drive over the fence in left center with a man on. Bud Harrelson was on base with an infield hit. Pitching one and two. Swing and a miss. He struck him out with a fastball. For Jerry Kuzman, his seventh strikeout. Now two outs and nobody on, and Bill Hands coming up. He hit a ground ball on the right side of the diamond, and Ken Boswell threw him out his first time at bat. Bill has had six hits this year. Had a foul off the end of the bat, back into the crowd, a souvenir. Cincinnati leading San Francisco 3-0 in the second game of that doubleheader. Off the outside corner. If the Reds sweep the doubleheader, they'll move into first place in the Western Division. They beat Juan Marichal in the first game. Maloney was the winner. And the pitch. Change up, hit on the ground, a third charge by Garrett. Nifty pickup on the short hop on the third of first. This is an official ball game. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left on. At the end of four and one half innings, the score. The New York Mets, too, and the Chicago Cubs nothing. Now, here's a word from Rangel. In the early morning chill, a man meets a train in the New York freight yard. He's there to make sure a great lager beer stays great. This man is from Rangel, and he's checking on a malt shipment. Barley malt from America's Great Plains. At the brewery, samples of this malt will be carefully examined by beer experts who makes certain it meets Rheingold's high standards, quality standards that have made Rheingold Extra Dry a truly great beer. You can see that greatness in the proud Rheingold 10-minute head. That's the unmistakable sign of a great beer. Haven't you timed it yet? Rheingold Breweries, New York and Orange, New Jersey. Now New York will have the bottom third of the batting order coming up against Bill Hands in the last half of the fifth inning. With, a, with the home team in front, this is now an official ballgame. Mets leading 2-0, last of the fifth. The weather had been of great concern. Andy Hunley working behind the plate. Brody bounced out to short his first time up. And he looks at a curve that's over. Strike one call. Jerry Grody hitting at 246. Six home runs and 38 runs batted in. Now the pitch on the way and a high 
high pop foul outside first. Ernie Banks going to the railing will have no play. This is in the crowd, and now Hans has a two-strike advantage. Tomorrow night, Tom Seaver will be on the mound for New York, bidding for his 21st win of the year. And he draws a tough opponent in left-hander Ken Holtzman. Two-strike delivery. Ground ball tapped down to third. Nice pickup by Ron Sano. The throw, he got him. What a play by Ron Sano, the cup third baseman. He made a beautiful pickup, and the crowd gives him a hand. He had to charge it and pick up that short hop, and he was pinned against the bag. So one away, and now Bud Harrelson coming up. Bud reached on an infield hit, a bouncer through the middle of the diamond. That was taken behind second by Glenn Beckert, but he could not throw him out. And Bud came in to score on the line drive home run by Tommy Agee. One attempted goes foul, no play. Bud Harrelson batting 240. Had the weather been favorable tonight, and the teams could have taken batting practice, Leon Jones would have tried it out in batting practice, and if the hand had been all right, he would have played tonight. In the dirt, no damage done, nobody on. One ball, one strike. However, neither team was able to take batting practice because of the rain. So Gil Hodges has Cleon sitting it out another night. He wants to see how it is before he sticks him in there. The 1-1 delivery, and it's on the outside corner of fastball. One ball and two strikes. We have a good one going. We're in the bottom half of the fifth inning. New York in front, 2-0. And a fly ball into short center field. Coming in is Don Young, and he has it for the out. Young hanging around in shallow center field against Buddy Harrelson, and he comes in to make the catch. Jerry Kuzman comes up. Philadelphia nothing in the seventh inning at Philadelphia. The Reds lead the Giants 3-0 in the top of the fourth inning at Cincinnati. Fastball, strike one. Reds won the opener 5-4. Maloney beat Marichal, and if the Reds sweep, they go into first place. And a blooper down the right field line caught on the run by Ernie Banks to retire the side. Soft line drive in foul territory caught up with by Ernie Banks. So the Mets are out 1-2-3 in their half of the fifth inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left on. At the end of five innings, the New York Mets 2 and the Chicago Cubs nothing. Now before Don Kessinger leads off against Kuzman in the sixth inning, we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is New York Mets Baseball on WKAJ-FM 102.3, Saratoga Springs, New York. Don Kessinger up against Jerry Kuzman. Line drive hit hard, a base hit to left field by the Cubs shortstop. 
Picked up in left field by Arch Kamsky. And Kessinger has two for two. He has the only hits given up to this point by Jerry Kuzman. For the Cubs, Glenn Beckert comes on to hit. Tonight's baseball quiz is on the message board. It's a good one. Do you know how many National League players have driven in 150 or more runs in a season? Glenn Beckert is hitting at 301. Wayne Garrett shortens up at third. And the pitch on the way, under the knees, one ball and no strikes. Kuzman checks his runner, and the pitch to Beckert, a changeup foul down the third baseline, one ball, one strike. Houston leading San Diego, 5-1, to one. in the last of the fifth inning. Houston has been gaining some ground. Tom Griffin pitching for the Astros tonight. San Diego, after sweeping Los Angeles a four-game series. Started a rookie up from the minor leagues, Mike Gorkins, but he was knocked out in the first round. And Dave Roberts came in. The 1-1 delivery. Fastball inside, letter high. It's 2-1 to Glenn Becker. Billy Williams is on deck, and then Ron Sano. The Cubs have a base runner with nobody out in the top of the sixth inning. And a throw over by Jerry Kuzman, not in time. Just lobbed the ball over to let Kessinger know that he was well aware of it. Now Kuz in the set position. Here's the pitch. And a drive hit toward the right field line, running hard to Swoboda. It falls in for a base hit. Around second and going to third is Kessinger. And the Cubs have runners on first and third. Nobody out. Becker punched a soft line drive down the right field line. It fell inside the line by about a foot. And now Kuzman has a tough job in front of him. Runners on first and third. Nobody out. And the heart of the batting order is coming up. The number three hitter, Billy Williams. Billy Williams hitting at 296. Williams has struck out and popped to short. And Coos would gladly settle for either of those right now. Left-hander against left-hander. Here's the pitch on the way. Low and outside, ball one. Each team now has three hits. And the Mets' two-run lead is in jeopardy here on the top half of the sixth inning. pitch on the way. Ground ball hit hard. A base hit to right by Billy Williams. Kessinger is in the score. And on the third base goes Glenn Becker. And the Cubs very much alive on three hits in a row. Billy Williams hung in there and won the duel with Jerry Kuzman. He hit a curveball on the ground through the hole into right field. It is two to one. Runners on first and third and nobody out. Billy 
begins his 85th run batted in. And now here's the league leader in driving runs home, Ron Sano. Let's have the infield back willing to concede a run to try and get a double play and cut off the threat of the big inning. Kuzman suddenly running into an ambush. And the pitch on the way. High fly ball hit the left field. It's playable. Tagging up is Glenn Beckert. On the warning track, Shamsky makes the catch. Billy Williams is digging for second base. The play is second, not in tie. He puts himself in the scoring position. So Sano ties the game up with a sacrifice fly that carried to the fence. And Billy Williams tagged up and raced the second, putting himself in the scoring position. and 13 runs batted in and another long ball threat Ernie Banks is the hitter Ernie has struck out and reached on a walk Kuzman now taking a deep breath trying to relax himself on the mound and the pitch on the way it's over strike one call very humid night and the kind of night that will certainly sap the strength of a pitcher. It's thrown to Ernie Banks, fouled back into the screen, and the count is strike two. Behind Banks in the Cub batting order of the right fielder, Jim Hickman. Two runs are in in the sixth inning for Chicago. Now they have Billy Williams on second with one out. Now the pitch, there goes Williams, and the pitch is popped up into shallow left center. Tommy Agee gliding in is under it, and he makes the catch. Billy Williams broke for third on the pitch. Had plenty of time to get back when the ball was popped up to Tommy Agee. Now Jim Hickman is the batter. Hickman has struck out and hit it to a force play. Nothing for two. That's two and the Cubs to top of the sixth inning. Hickman batting 231. And the fastball moves him away from the plate. One ball and no strikes. For Chicago, Joe Amalfitano coaching in first and Berlin Walker at third. Now the pitch on the way. Low and outside, and Coos is behind on Hickman. Two balls and no strikes. Billy Williams on second base. Two men down. The 2-0 delivery. In the third, it gets by Jerry Grody. Now Coosman races to the plate to cover. Billy Williams moves to third. And the curve was in the dirt out in front of the plate. A wild pitch by Jerry Kuzman. And at the same time, he goes behind Jim Hickman, 3-0. and Potential leading run on third now for Chicago. Another dangerous hitter, Randy Hundley, is on deck. Cubs have a 258 team batting average. They are a team loaded with power. 
But now Kuz behind 3-0. and Here's his windup, the pitch to Hickman. High, ball four, runners on first and third. That's the second walk by Jerry. It brings up the cup receiver, Randy Hunley. Randy Hunley is hitting 269, and he has 16 home runs. Bud Harrelson moves over toward the hole at short. Williams singled a run home, and Ron Sano drove a run home with a sacrifice fly. in the set position, and the pitch on the way. It's popped up. It could be trouble in the short right. Boswell going for speed. Florida makes the catch. At the last moment, as he almost collided, Ron Swoboda made the grab, and the side is retired. Well, that was Harry. Two runs, three hits, no errors, two left on. And at the end of five and one-half innings, the Chicago Cubs 2, the New York Mets 2. This is Bill Cosby. When I was going to college, I realized that many middle-class and upper-class college students didn't realize what was going on in the poverty area. And so, when it came time to teach children from the poverty area, they couldn't very well communicate with them. You have to learn how to communicate with kids who would probably never make it because they were missing out on a good education. Now today, college kids know what's happening. Now if you're one of these college graduates who understands the ball game and wants to change the score, think about joining the teacher corps. It's two years of tough work in poverty area schools and communities plus a tuition-free master's degree with $75 a week. Sounds challenging? You better believe it. Write Teacher Corps, Washington, D.C., 20202. Tommy Agee getting a big hand as he leads off against Bill Hand. Agee put New York in front with a two-run homer in the third inning. A line shot over the wall in left center. The Cubs have wiped out that two-run lead by scoring two on three hits in the sixth inning. Now the let's go Mets chant can be heard here at Shea. Right-hander Bill Hands out of the windup, and the pitch is inside of the knees, ball one. The answer to the baseball quiz, six National League players have driven in 150 or more runs in one season. Rogers Hornsby, Mellott, Chuck Klein, A.G. bluffing at a bunt, and the pitch is on the outside corner, one and one. Hack Wilson twice, Joe Medwick, and Tommy Davis. Bill Hands with a one-and-one one count on Tommy Agee. Wayne Garrett on deck and then Don Clendenin. The one-one delivery. Just off the outside corner, two balls and one strike. 
Center fielder Don Young is deep for Tommy Agee and a couple of steps toward left center. And it's under the knees, ball three, three and one. Agee now checking with Eddie Yost, the third base coach, to see if he has the green light. delivery. Ground ball hit hard through the hole. A base hit the left field. A.G. is going to try it for his second. The throw coming down the side. He makes it. Tommy A.G. is on second base. He hit a shot through the hole in the left field. And when he saw the wet grass was slowing the ball up. And that Williams was not getting to it quickly. He broke full speed towards second. And with a head first slide, he came in ahead of the throw from Billy Williams. So E.G. puts himself in scoring position with some real daring and boldness on the baseline. Wayne Garrett is the batter. getting very excited now. Wayne Garrett has slide to center and slide to right. Tommy Agee stretched a single into a double. Fouled, no play. Once again, Leo DeRocher has veteran Ken Johnson up in the bullpen. Don Clendenon waiting on deck. The game is tied 2-2. Two to two. Bill Hands from Parsippany, New Jersey, checks the runner. And now he steps off. Each team has two runs on four bases. Tommy Agee has two of the four, a two-run homer, and a single that he stretched into a double. Pitch to Wayne Garrett. Inside and high. One ball and one strike to the rookie left-hand hitter. Final game of the two games tomorrow night. Then a doubleheader with Montreal here at Shea Wednesday evening at 5 o'clock. Bill Hands with a count of one and one. And the pitch to Garrett. And a line shot, base hit going into right field. A.G. is going to try and score. It's going to be close at the plate. The throw to the side. Hey, hey for the plate. Oh, what an argument. And Randy Hundley is jumping up and down, up and down. Here comes Leo DeRosa. The Mets lead, three to two. Hit very hard by Wayne Garrett. The throw by Jim Hickman came in, and Easy, who was coming full speed, seemed to fly right through the legs of Randy Hundley, and he is safe at the plate. Leo DeRosa is hopping mad. Randy Hundley is fuming. Hundley swears up and down that he had him. And the big crowd really buzzing. Jim Hickman, the cover right fielder, made a strong throw. It looked like A.G. would be nailed, but he missed it. 
Randy Hundley and Miss Sammy H. And now Hundley is getting into it pretty hard with Dave Davidson. Umpires show a lot more restraint in a tough pennant race. Berlin Walker starts to come out of the dugout because Leo was out of the mound and Walker was afraid that Hundley was about to get himself thrown out of the ballgame. Looking at the play on the videotape replay, it did appear that Randy Hundley missed Agee as he tried to tag him. Agee was coming full speed. Hundley whirled around and tried to tag him, and it did look like he missed it. And now Leo is in a big argument with Dave Davidson. The Mets have taken the lead, three to two, in the last of the sixth inning. And Leo DeRocher is going at it hot and heavy with Dave Davidson. Now the other umpires start to come toward the plate to try and break it up. Paul Pryor coming up from first base. And now finally the argument begins. Set to right and a run batted in for rookie Wayne Garrett to put New York in front three to two. And now Don Clendenin is the batter. Well, it was one of those unbelievably close plays at the plate. You can understand why Leo was arguing. But as we say, looking at the replay on it, it did appear that Huntley might have missed Sammy Agee. Now the stretch. And the pitch on the way. And Clendenin held up on his swing in time, and it's high ball one. Don Clendenin reached on an error his last time up, was struck out his first time, nothing for two. Now the pitch to Clendenin is high, and he lays off two balls and no strikes. New York three runs on five hits. Chicago two runs, four hits. Art Shamsky is the on-deck batter. That's trying to keep it going against Bill Hands here in the bottom half of the sixth inning. And the pitch. Third inside, ball three, three and nothing. Ken Johnson has been warming up in the Cub bullpen. 3-0 delivery. In for a strike, letter high. The count is 3-1. Now Leo is getting his veteran left-hand relief pitcher, Hank Aguirre, up in the bullpen, along with Ken Johnson. One run in. Garrett on first, nobody on. 3-1 delivery. Swing and a miss and a curve. Three and two. That's starting the night. Two and a half behind Chicago. Clendon and a power hitter. They play him around the left of the infield. Let's keep an eye on Garrett. He's holding up. And a high fly ball to rather deep center. Back goes Don Young. He's under it, and he makes the catch in straightaway deep center field. One man away.
three in the last of the sixth inning, and now cleanup batter Art Shemsky. Art single to right his last time up, one for two, batting an even 300. Ken Boswell, batting fifth in the order, comes out on deck. Bill Hans checks his runner. Far outside, one ball and no strike. Shamsky has power. Hans trying to keep the ball out away from him and make him hit the ball straight away or to left field. Ernie Banks holding against Wayne Garrett at first base. Shamsky pulled the ball and hit it hard his last time up a single to right. Outside, it's ball two. Two balls and no strikes. In the Cubs dugout, Coach Joe Malfatano getting the attention of Don Young, the center fielder. And he wants him waved over toward right center. And he wants Becker, the second baseman, to play deeper. He actually moves now to the rim of the outfield grass. Now with the pitcher behind on the count, they figure Shansky will get a pitch to pull. And they want the defense swung over that way. The 2-0 delivery... Ground ball going foul in behind Yogi Berra. It's two balls and a strike to Art Shamsky. Cincinnati leading San Francisco 4-1 to one in the bottom half of the fifth inning. The Reds won the opener, and if they sweep the doubleheader, they go into first place in the Western Division. The Dodgers are leading Atlanta 2-0 on a two-run homer by Ted Sizemore at the end of six innings. Montreal 2, Pittsburgh nothing at the end of 7. Now the pitch. And Shamsky held up on his swing in time. It broke low, 3-1. Houston 5, San Diego 2 at the end of 4 innings. Kurt Bluffery is at a two-run homer, and Nate Colbert has homered twice for San Diego. And the Cardinals lead the Phillies 4-0 going to the last of the 8th inning. Yankees one, Tigers nothing at the end of three and a half. Techich and Wilson pitching. Cleveland four, Boston three. They're in the eighth inning at Fenway. Home runs by Rico Petroselli and Tony Canigliaro. For Petroselli is 36. For Tony Canig, his 19. Washington and Baltimore rained out. The count is three and one on Shamsky. There goes the runner. The pitch is high. Ball four. Garrett was running. And now the Nets have two men on. walk given up by Bill Hans. That's leading 3-2, sixth inning. Kenny Boswell has flied to center and bounced into a double play, nothing for two. Ron Swoboda on deck. And a slow ground ball hit toward the middle. Kessinger steps on second, throws the first, double play on the side is out. Kessinger moving toward the bag, scooped up the grounder, flicked the bag there, and threw on to first. retired. New York, one run, two hits. No errors and one left on. Now, at the end of six, the New York Mets three and the Chicago Cubs two. Now the Chicago Cubs come up in the seventh. It's Don Young coming up to lead off. 
He is a right-hand batter. He has grounded out and struck out so far, and Jerry Kuzman is set to work. Here is the pitch swung on and fouled off. We pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. KAJFM 102.3 Saratoga Springs, New York. This is Lindsey Nelson with Bob Murphy and Ralph Kiner. Here's a curveball fouled off to the left side on the ground out of play, and the strike goes to two. The count goes to two strikes now on Don Young. He is batting number eight in the batting order. The Mets, three runs, five hits, and the Chicago Cubs, two runs, four hits. First game of a two-game series here at Shea Stadium in New York. This is a two-strike delivery. Swung on and missed. Strikeout number eight for Jerry Kuzman. Kuzman has had a fastball here tonight that he hasn't had in about a month. Been throwing free and easy. He struck out eight and walked two. So there's one away, and now Bill has the pitchers coming up. Then up twice and grounded out both times. State attendance here at Shea tonight is 43,274. Total attendance, 48,930. Here's a swing and a miss, strike one. total in the ballpark. The pay it is 43274 It was a coupon night. A promotional coupon night, which accounts for the difference. Here's a swing and a miss. Strikeout number nine for Jerry Kuzman. Two away in the top of the seventh, and Don Kessinger's coming up. Kessinger has been pesky for the Mets throughout his career. He's a switch hitter. He's batting right tonight against Kuzman, and he's had two hits. Cubs have had four. Kessinger's had two of them. He scored one of the Cub runs. Now Kuzman's pitch, low and away for a ball. Kessinger steps back for a moment. Kuzman has the sign, works 1-0. Hammond on the ground, big hop up to Garrett at third, and he makes the play across to Clem Dunham. Kuzman retires the side in order. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. In the middle of the seventh inning, the score is the Mets three and the Cubs two. The Mets' total attendance figure for the season has gone to 1,832,121. Here's the pitch to Swoboda, and it's high for a ball. Swoboda has struck out and grounded out so far in the game tonight. Hitting 241 for the season. Jerry Grody waits on deck. Here's the 1-0 pitch to Swoboda, and it's in there. Breaking pitch for a call strike. It's 1-1. Bill Hands is from Parsippany, New Jersey. Here's a 1-1 pitch. Breaks low and away. It's 2-1. Bill Hands and Randy Hunley 
the battery working the game tonight for the Chicago Cubs, came to the Cubs from the San Francisco Giants a few seasons back in exchange for Don Landrum and Lindy McDaniel. It was a happy day for the Chicago Cubs. Swing and a ground ball foul back of third, taken by Coach Eddie Yost on the line. So the count is even at 2-2. The Mets and the Chicago Cubs here again tomorrow night. Tom Seaver against Kenny Holtzman. This is the 2-2 pitch. And it's in there for a call strike three. So uh, Swoboda is a strikeout victim, and Jerry Grody is coming up. That is the third strikeout for Bill Hatt. Brody has grounded out twice. Once the third, once the short. Swung on and popped up over the plate. And now third baseman Ron Sando comes down. But catcher Randy Hundy makes the call and the catch in foul territory. He's up the third baseline, about 20 feet. Brody falling out to the catcher. And Bud Harrison's coming up. Switch hitter batting left. He has had a base hit, scored a run, and fly to center. Mets are leading by a score of three to two. Here's a swing and a foul ball back and out of play. It's strike one to Harrison. The Cubs then came back in the top of the sixth to tie the ball game. As Kessinger had a hit, Beckard had a hit, Billy Williams had a hit, and Sandu had a sacrifice fly to account for two runs with a wild pitch thrown in. Here's a pitch low for a ball. It's 1-1. One, one. Then the New York Mets got the go-ahead run in the bottom of the sixth when Agee singled the left, actually, and stretched it into a double and scored on a close play at the plate when Wayne Garrett lined to right. There's a swing and a ground ball foul back of first out of play, and it's one and two. Bill Hands and Jerry Kuzman locked up in a pitcher's duel here tonight at Shade. Weather could not be much more threatening than it was all day long. Weather reports could not have been. The forecast could have not have been more pessimistic than they were all day long. Here's a pitch high. It's one and two. And still, there's a crowd of more than 48,000 people at Shea tonight. We saw something that we don't recall ever having seen before in the eight-year history of the Mets. When it began to rain, nobody moved out of the lower field boxes. They simply put up umbrellas and stayed right where they were. Here's a swing and a miss. Hand strikes out. Harrelson, fourth strikeout for the Cub pitcher who gets the Mets in order here in the bottom of the seventh. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left at the end of seven full innings of play. The score is the Mets three and the Cubs two. Through seven innings of play here at Shea Stadium, the New York Mets three runs, five hits, no errors. The Chicago Cubs two runs, four hits, one error. During the early innings of the ball game tonight, we had brief showers, a drizzle falling here. But for three or four innings now, we've had absolutely no rain falling at Shea Stadium. You can bet the minute this ball game is over tonight, Johnny McCarthy's ground crew will have that tarp out there on the infield to prepare for tomorrow night's game here. All right, Glenn Beckert, the number two man in the order, is up to face Kuzman. He is one for three as a right-hand batter, and the pitch is low for a ball. Glenn Beckert struck out, grounded out, and singled to right. Batting 303 for the season. There's a swing and a drive in the right center. That'll be a base hit. Swoboda gets over. 
Cuts it off in the wet outfield. Takes a throw back to first base, and Clint Dillon backhands it to keep it from going by. Beckett holding it first. Sloboda sort of slashed his way over, came up with a one-hopper, and then threw back to first base. Off the line, and Clint Dillon had to chase it back near the corner of the coach's box. So, the tying run is at first with nobody out, and Billy Williams is coming up. Williams struck out, popped out, and had a base hit to drive in a run. Times are changing, and R.C. is today's cola. It's moving up fast, catching on all over the country. Get with the comer, get with R.C. Here's a swing and a miss, strike one. Billy Williams, a left-hand batter, hitting 297 for the season. The Mets, three runs, five hits. The Cubs, to this point, two runs, five hits. Kuzman off the stretch. Here's a check swing ground ball over the head of Kuzman, and Boswell makes the play to first, not in time. It's an infield hit. Runners at first and second. Williams bounced that ball over the head of Jerry Kuzman at the mound. Kuz reached up, couldn't get it. And so then, Boswell came charging and played it cleanly. The only play he had was at first, not in time. Now here comes Rube Walker. The pitching coach of the Mets out to the mound because it'll be Ron Santo coming up here. The cleanup man who has been hit by a pitch ball, slide to right and had a sacrifice slide to left to drive in a run. We're going to get a little action now down in the Mets bullpen. Ron Taylor. Ron Taylor gets up to throw in the Mets bullpen. Santo, a right-hand batter, applying time tar to the handle of the bat as he comes up to the plate now. The Mets are leading 3-2, but Kuzman is in trouble. There are runners at first and second, and there is nobody out. The Cubs are batting in the top of the eighth. Clendenin now plays on the edge of the infield grass at first base. Garrett is playing a deep third base. Banks and Hickman next in the order for the Chicago Cubs. So Cruz's work is cut out. He works off the stretch, and here is the pitch. Breaking ball high. Jerry Grody and Cruzman thought they'd get a call. It's ball one to Ron Santo. Cub captain came into tonight's game, tied with Willie McCover, the Giants, for the RBI lead in the National League, and Santo has batted in one run tonight. There's a swing and a ground ball to short. Could be a double play. Harrelson to Boswell. Has one. Call to first. A double play. Moving on to third is Glenn Beckett. Ron Santo with a hard hit ground ball to short. Scooped up by Harrelson. Over to Boswell. The pivot and peg on to Clendenin. A double play with the tying run. Moves to third. Two men out. Ernie Banks is coming up. Banks struck out, walked, and plied to center so far tonight. Mets are leading 3-2. The Cubs are batting in the eighth. Ernie Banks came up to the Cubs in 1953. 
Rich Nye and Don Nottebart up and throwing now in the Cub bullpen. Kuzman steps off the rubber and then bluffs the throw to third. Running Beckett back to the bag. No throw made. Goes up now. Works straight away to Ernie Banks. Here's a swing and a miss. It's strike one. Ernie Banks, 38 years of age. At least 38 years of age. He was most valuable player in the National League in consecutive seasons, 1958 and 59. Here is a pitch low. He started to swing late off and took it out of the strike zone. It's one and one. Glenn Beckett at third base with two men out. Cruz trying to pitch out of the inning here. Jim Hickman is waiting on deck. Here's a 1-1 delivery. Swung on and popped up foul back of first, drifting towards the stands, and it's going to be in the field boxes out of play. Now the count goes to one ball and two strikes to Ernie Banks. Commissioner Bowie Kuhn is here tonight in the Mets club box with his family, along with sitting there along with chairman of the board of the Mets, Don Grant. Here's a one-two delivery, and it's swung out in the Kuzman gets his tenth strikeout. The side is retired, and listen to that crowd. No runs, two hits, no errors, and one left. In the middle of the eighth inning, the score is the Mets three and the Cubs two. Kuzman has struck out ten. It is a standing ovation for Jerry Kuzman all around this ballpark. Standing ovation for Jerry Kuzman. Kuzman tried to sacrifice in the third inning and popped out. And he fouled out to first base in the fifth. Here's Bill Hand pitch over the top of Kuzman's head and he hits the deck. Bill Hand right over the top of the helmet and Kuz hits the deck. Kuz hit Ron Sanzo with a pitch ball. Leading off the second inning here tonight after Hands had low-bridged A.G. at the start of the ballgame. Here's a swing and a foul ball. Backing out of play, it's one and one. This is a one-one delivery. Swung on and missed, it's one and two. It was in 1966 that the New York Mets finished ninth and the Chicago Cubs finished tenth in the National League. There's a swing and a miss. Hands get his fifth strikeout. Kuzman gets a hand going back to the dugout. And Tommy Agee gets one coming up now. Tommy Agee, who has homered and doubled. Scored two runs. Here's the hand for A.G. He is getting a standing ovation around the ballpark. Tommy A.G. The pitch is low for a ball to A.G. He grounded out in the first inning, hit a two-run homer in the third, and doubled in the sixth. It was by all odds a single, but he stretched it into a double as the ball rolled slowly on the wet outfield grass and left. Ball is in there for a call strike. It's 1-1. Wayne Garrett on deck. The Mets three and the Cubs two. And we're in the bottom half of the eighth inning at Shea Stadium. 
One one delivery, and it's high for a ball. Two and one. Baseball excitement here tonight at Shea, as we have not seen it in New York in years. Two one delivery. Swung on and fouled off. It's two two. umpire Dave Davidson. Bill Hans has struck out five and walked one here tonight in giving up three runs on five hits. The Cubs have two runs on six hits, but Jerry Kuzman has struck out ten. Two-two offering. It's high, and the count goes full at three and two now to A.G. Okay, here's a payoff pitch. It's a walk. Inside and high. A.G. is on base for the third time tonight. That is the second walk issued by hand. Wayne Garrett comes up. Slide to center, slide to right, and hammer the line drive into right in the sixth inning. A.G. was on second base at the time. Here's a swing and a ground ball to second base. Second over to Kessinger and no throwback. As A.G. went rolling by, there was no relay. A.G. coming off inside, rolling over, so that Kessinger had to come off outside and made no throw. Two men out and Don Clendenin's coming up. That play was Beckett to Kessinger. If you want to look ahead to the top of the ninth, the Chicago Cubs are scheduled to send up Jim Hickman, Randy Hunley, and Don Young. There's a swing and a ground ball back to the mound, taken by hand, tosses easily to Banks, and the side is out. The Mets go in the eighth with no runs, no hits, no errors, a walk and one left. At the end of eight full innings, the play of the score is the New York Mets three and the Chicago Cubs two. The New York Mets have made defensive moves, bringing Rod Gasper into left field and Al Weiss at second base. Those are defensive moves that are made frequently by manager Gil Hodges. Rod Gasper replaces Shamsky in left field and Weiss replaces Boswell at second base. Jasper will bat fourth, and Weiss will bat fifth if you're keeping a scorecard. They're batting that way even if you aren't keeping a scorecard. Here's Jim Hickman up now, right-hand batter, and the pitch a little high for a ball. Starting him off with a breaking pitch. Hickman struck out, grounded out, grounded into a force play, and walked. 1-0 delivery. Swung on and missed. It's 1-1. Ron Taylor is up and throwing in the med bullpen now. Jerry Kuzman with a 1-1 count to Jim Hickman. Now the pitch swung on and missed. It's one and two. Jim Hickman was one of the original Mets. He was the last man selected by the Mets in the $75,000 category. In the draft held in 1961, Hickman was traded by the Mets along with Ron Hunt to the Dodgers in the Tommy Davis deal, and then Hickman was traded from the Dodgers to the Chicago Cubs. The Mets are leading by a score of three to two with the Cubs batting in the top of the ninth. Here's a pitch, breaks high, breaking pitch. It's two and two. Randy Hunley. 
swinging the bat from a kneeling position in the on-deck circle. This is a big pitch coming here, 2-2 to Hickman. And it's on the way. Struck him out. Strikeout number 11. Jerry Kuzman with his 11th strikeout. Randy Hundley struck out, struck out, slide to right. Right hand batter, Kuz deal. Swung on, foul back out of play, strike one. Ken Rudolph is out there on deck with Don Young scheduled up next. Ken Rudolph is on deck. Here's a pitch. Swung on, hit on the ground through the hole in the left for a base hit. The tying run is on with one man out here in the ninth. Gasper charges the ball, plays it back to Hole Hundley to a single. Ken Rudolph will bat for Don Young. Ken Rudolph is hitting 233. He has had one homer and six runs batted in. He's been up 30 times and had seven hits, one double. He is a right-hand batter. Randy Bob's around the bat right now in the corner of the dugout. As a breaking pitch high to Rudolph. Randy Bob with a bat in the corner of the dugout as a prospective pinch batter for Bill Hans. Pitch to Rudolph, swung on and missed. It's 1-1. One, one. Rudolph was up with the Cubs briefly last year. He was at San Antonio and Tacoma mostly. Here's the 1-1 pitch, swung on and missed. A high, hard one. It's 1-2. One and two. Randy Bob is out there now on deck. at first. Here's the pitch. And it's a check swing and low out of the strike zone. Grody thought they'd get a strike call. He started the swing, laid off, and umpire Dave Davidson says it was low out of the strike zone. The count goes to two and two. All right, Kuzman will try to make this a pitch of decision. One man out and the tying run at first, represented by Hunley. Here's the 2-2 delivery. Swung on and missed. Struck him out. Strikeout number 12. Brings up Randy Bob with two men out. Randy Bob hit 263 at Tacoma. He had four homers and 44 runs batted, and he's a right-hand batter. Randy Bob just brought up at the end of the season by the Chicago Cubs and being used here as a pinch hitter. The Mets are leading three to two. The Cubs have a runner at first. There are two men out in the ninth inning. Kuzman has struck out 12 here tonight and walked two. He checks the runner at first base. Here's a pitch to Randy Bob. Swung on and fouled off to the right side. It's out of play in strike one. Leadoff man Don Chessinger waiting around on deck. Randy Bob is a catcher by trade. Here's the strike one pitch. Swung on and missed the strike two. Oh, and two is the 
out as umpire Dave Davidson moves out now to brush off the plate. Randy Bob settles himself back into the batter's box. Listen to this crowd. They build up to a crescendo. Kuzman is set up now. Here is the pitch. It's outside for a ball. It's one and two. The crowd was rising on the pitch to a standing position almost in unison. Now again, Kuzman looks into Jerry Grady to get the sign. The count is one and two to Randy Bob. Hundley leads it first. Here's the one-two pitch. Put on and miss. The ball game is over. Kuzman strikes out 13. The New York Mets are a game and a half out of first place. Kuzman getting congratulations all around. The Mets have won it three to two. Jerry Kuzman with a superb performance. His 13th victory. And the Mets are all even with the Chicago Cubs in the loss column. They're a game and a half back overall with another game to play tomorrow night. Everybody out to congratulate Kuzman. What a ball game and what a finish. In the ninth inning, he struck out the side with Randy Hundley delivering one base hit in between. Kuzman finishing as strongly as you can finish almost by striking out three batters in the ninth inning. A total of 13 in the game. Right now, the final score of the game is the Mets three and the Cubs two.